Hi, this is Sarit Schwetzer, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast, a podcast devoted to the teachings of Rabbi Schneir Zalman of Liadi, as recorded in his most famous work, the Tanya. My hope for this show is to make these teachings accessible and relatable to the average person, regardless of prior Jewish education or affiliation. The episodes follow the prescribed daily study portions and are meant to serve as practical lessons in how to live your life as your true self and develop an authentic and powerful relationship with your Creator. I have personally experienced the effects the study of this work has had on me, and I'm excited to share what I can of this knowledge with you. So please join me on this journey of learning, self-growth, and connection with your source. Hi, and welcome to the It Is Taught podcast. This is episode 699 for the 7th of Cheshvan in a regular year. So did you know that meteorologists, like weather people on TV, often get threats um, from people who are really upset about the weather that they're reporting, as if they are the ones that are responsible for the rain. Also, a lot of times there are actors who play doctors on TV and people mistakenly give them a lot of respect or look up to them and think that they have a certain amount of knowledge that they don't have. (laughs) Um, So it's kind of funny the way that works, right? But uh, we're very easily deceived by what we see, by the clothing that a person wears. And we mistaken often the clothing for the person themselves. And a big example of this is actually, if anybody's familiar with the show, The Big Bang Theory. So Sheldon, you know, he's like, probably the main character of the show. He's this nerdy scientist kind of guy. And in the show, he's a total genius. And he spouts, you know, all kinds of really intense terminology having to do with with physics and all kinds of different things. And in real life, the actor actually knows nothing about science at all. And he just memorizes these things by rote. I heard this interview with him where he was describing how he he does this. And he actually doesn't understand what he's saying at all. It's all just pure memorization. So it's interesting how that works. And the reason why I bring this up is because I thought that this might be an interesting way for us to understand a something that we're going to be discussing today in the Tanya, which is an explanation that the Altar Abba has about something that the Arizal says. So it's a, it's kind of a technical uh, episode today, but it's it's pretty short, actually, the, the Tanya section. And the Altar Rebbe is just going to be clarifying something that's written in the writings of the Arizal, where the Arizal states that the Mishnah, the Mishnayos, the Mishnahs, are found in Malchus of Yitzirah. So uh, to really understand what we're talking about here, you kind of do need the background of the past few episodes of what it is that we've been discussing and how what we've been talking about is this idea that all of Torah, regardless of which type, which uh, level of Torah that we're talking about, whether we're talking about Kabbalah, whether we're talking about the written law, whether we're talking about the oral law, the, the and specifically we really focused on the oral law, the laws of Judaism, it all comes from the same place. It all comes from God, and it's all good. And to be technical, it all stems from Malchus of Atzillus, which is, you know, the world of Atzillus is this world of emanation where everything is pure godliness. 
And the reason why we've been talking about this in terms of context is because this epistle that we've been studying, this Egeris in Egeris HaKodesh, is, uh, is Epistle 26, which we which began with a citation from the Rehamahemna, a section of the Zohar, that talked about the idea that in the future era, uh, not everybody will have to learn the laws anymore. And that those laws are really only relevant to those people who are not as connected to Kabbalah. And it sort of sounded, one could mistakenly understand from that citation, that what the Ram Mahemna was saying is that the, the oral law, the, the revealed part of Torah that has to do with the laws of Judaism, are stem from the Eitz Tov Vera, the, the tree of good and evil. And the ultra has been proceeding to really debunk this idea of saying that it cannot be coming from the tree of good and evil because there is no evil in Torah. So to say that any part of Torah has like good and evil in it is totally patently false. And in fact, the entire Torah is the Torah of is the tree of life. And it all stems from this place, the same place of Malchus of Atzillus. So today, the Altarab is going to continue with this argument about um, uh, really showing us how how all of the, the entirety of the Torah and how the laws of the Torah and everything in the Torah comes from Malchus of Atzillus by uh, explaining a seemingly contradictory um, teaching from the Arizal, where the, the Arizal says that the Mishnayos come from Malchus of Yetzirah. It doesn't say Malchus of Atsilus, which is what the Altarab has been saying. Yetzira is lower than Atsilus. It's actually two rungs lower than Atsilus. And so, you know, the question is, what's going on? Um, do, do the laws of the Torah come from Malchus of Atsilus or do they come from Malchus of Yetzira, as the, as the Arizal seems to be saying? And so the way that the Altarab is going to explain this is he's going to say that, no, they all come from Malchus of Atsilus. It's not a contradiction. The only thing is that different parts of the Torah become clothed within different worlds. So this is, you know, going back to my analogy, in the, as I was saying about the meteorologists or the TV, doctors on TV or whatever, the meteorologists are not responsible for the weather. <laughs> They're just representing the weather on TV. The doctors that play on these different, you know, TV shows are not doctors. The actor who plays Sheldon is not an astrophysicist. He's just an actor, but he is he is garbing the the um, the profession of astrophysicist. So similarly here too, the different sections of Torah they all come from Malchus of Atzilus, but they become vested within the lower realms, so that then these different lower realms, uh, Bria, Yetzira, Asiya, and we'll see you know how it breaks down soon. Um, become like their homes for the time being. Like the, it's sort of like their um, their garments, the garments that these these sections of Torah wear. So with that being said, let's get into the text and see how the Altar Rebbe explains this. As mentioned, we're in the middle of Epistle 26 of Igeras HaKodesh. And so here we go. And so the Altar Rebbe begins about, and it does get kind of technical today, so just bear with the technicalities. And if you don't catch every little technical detail, that's okay. I tried to give a really kind of good overview in the introduction to give you the basic idea. But uh, but the terms that will come up are things that we have referenced in previous episodes, so hopefully they won't be too foreign to you 
um, anymore. So here we go. So the ultra rapid begins and he begins actually with, he, he's, he wants to clarify something. And this clarification is actually based on something that was that, that yesterday's portion, the very end of yesterday's portion, we said something, and you can go back and listen to yesterday's portion. If you need that review, that the oral law, the oral Torah, where does it stem from? Spiritually speaking, it stems from the level of Malchus of Atsilas. Okay, so we're not going to get into what that means right now. Go back and listen. We've spoken about that at length in previous times. Malchus of Atsilas. That's where the oral law comes from. But then today we begin and the ultra rabbi says, so, okay, if that's true, that the oral law comes from the level of Malchus of Atsilas, how can we reconcile that with the facts that we know that elsewhere, the Arizal wrote that the Mishnah, which the Mishnah is part of the oral law, is in Malchus of Yitzira, with which Malchus of Yitzira is a much lower world than Malchus of Atsilas, right? Atsilas is the highest world, then there's Bria, then there's Yitzira. So how could it be that, so is the Mishnah, which is part of the oral law, does it come from Malchus of Atsilas or does it come from Malchus of Yitzira? So the ultra but clarifies and he says, that this, uh, that that what's happening is that the Mishnah is vested within the garment of Malchus of Yitzira that became that is that has vested within it Malchus of Atsilas. So, meaning to say that it is ultimately Malchus of Atsilas. The 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 Mishnah, which is part of the Oral Law, is part of this. It 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 really is part of Malchus of Atsilas. It's just that it becomes vested within Malchus of Yitzira, which is a lower level. And this level of Malchus of Yitzira is called Shifcha, which is a handmaiden in comparison to Malchus of Atsilas. So a handmaiden is sort of like a secondary, there's a secondary component to it, right? So the, so it's, it's a lower level than Malchus of Atsilas. And we know that what, then when we talk about Malchus of Bria, which is the second to highest world, it's called Ama, Ama, which is called a maid in comparison to Malchus of Atsilas. So again, so there's Malchus of Atsilas, which is the source of the oral law. And then there's Malchus of Bria, which the ultra rabbi didn't yet specify, but I'll, I'll give a little um, spoiler alert here, Malchus of Bria, that's where, that's where the Gemara becomes vested within. Then we have Malchus of Yitzira, which is the vestment where the, the, um, the Mishnah becomes vested within. And so now the ultra rabbi is going to say the proof of the fact, however, that this is what's going on, that it's like that the, that the oral law is ultimately Malchus of Atsilas, but then it just becomes vested within these lower worlds is that we also see that the same Arizal, he says that, um, that, the, that Mikra, which is the, the written law, like scripture, is found in Asiya. So Asiya is the lowest world. But then we also see that in the Zohar, as well as in the writings of the Arizal, in, in countless places. So this very same Arizal, who said that uh, that the scripture is in Asiya, in countless other places, he calls the same Mikra, he calls the scriptures, he calls it Tiferet, which is Zer Anpin of Atsilas. So that's... Um, the, the six attributes, the six male attributes of Atsilas, which are higher than Malchus of Atsilas, right? So basically, I hope this is, I hope I'm explaining this well, because I know it is kind of technical, but basically what the, what the ultra is saying here is that, that we see that there's, there's two things going on. There's the, the source of like, um, of the, of the scripture and the source of the oral law and how, what they, where they are in their source. And then there's how they become vested. So the source of the scripture is in the Zer Anpin of Atsilas, which is the six 
emotive attributes within Attilus, which are higher than Malchus of Attilus, because Malchus of Attilus is the lowest level of Attilus. But this this uh, scripture, which again is sourced in the Zeranpin of Attilus, then it gets translated and gets vested down here in the world of Asiya, which is the lowest of all the worlds. Because again, there's that principle of the higher the source of something, the lower it falls. So we see that here as well. And then by contrast, we see that the oral law, its source is in Malchus of Attilus. And the fact that its source is in Malchus of Attilus, it becomes then vested in the Malchus of the worlds below it, meaning the Malchus of Bria and also the Malchus of Yitzira. Okay, so... Um, the altar Rabbi goes on and he says that this is why we see that specifically in the Sefer HaKavanos, it's, it's explicitly spoken about this in the Sefer HaKavanos, that the, that the, whether we're talking about the, the Mikra, which is the scripture, like the written Torah, meaning like, you know, the five books of Moses, the Nevi'im, the Ksuvim, all that stuff, uh, or whether we're talking about the Mishnah or whether we're talking about the Talmud, like the Gemara, and whether we're talking about the Kabbalah, all of these are in Attilus. So they're all from this, they're all Torah. It's all from Attilus. It's just that the Mikra becomes vested up until the world of Asiya. So the Mikra fell down to the lowest place. The scripture fell down to the lowest of all worlds. The Mishnah descended down only to the world of Yetzirah, which is the second to lowest world. And the Talmud, meaning the Gemara, fell to the level of Bria. So it's just in terms of where they fell to, but in, in their source, they're all sourced in Attilus. So that's the end of the section for today, and we will continue with this epistle tomorrow when we get into what exactly is this tree of good and bad that we began our whole discussion with and how this relates to Torah study itself, specifically the, the study of the, um, of the oral law. So stay tuned for that, and I will speak to you then. Thanks for listening to the It Is Top podcast, hosted by Sarit Switzer. This podcast is dedicated in loving memory of my maternal grandfather, Avraham Yitzhak ben Binyamin Cohen of Blessed Memory. Music by Shoshana. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the show, please share it with others and subscribe on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to leave us a five-star review. To find out more about the It Is Top project, including more information on my soon-to-be-published book, please visit our website, itistaught.com. To catch the latest from me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Looking forward to speaking with you tomorrow, and until then, have a great day.